0: Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay. You
1: know I'm a bad girl. Do what I want,
2: say what I like. Nobody can touch me. Trust me, I'm a bad girl. Get what I want, live the life. Nobody can touch me. You know I'm a
0: bad girl. Woo hoo! Pump <laughs>
2: Yes, indeed, it is hump day, but it's not just any old hump day. No, it's not. It's International Women's Hump Day. Actually, it's just International Women's Day. Not that that means anything anymore. In fact, we got to talk about what does it mean? What is the meaning of it? When These we're These
0: de- woke, high IQ, stupid people.
2: Well, I don't know that anybody that can't define a woman as a high IQ, stupid person, or just a stupid people. I don't know. There's a whole lot of stupidity going on. On the International Women's Day, we're going to talk about, we're also going to talk about whether or not we should eradicate transgenderism in this country. We've actually got Selwyn Duke, who's going to be back with us tonight. He's written kind of a a, in the New American. He's written uh, kind of a a, even some conservatives are going, hmm, this this might be taken a little too far. So we're going to discuss it. We're going to debate whether or not uh, total transgenderism should be eradicated in society or whether or not it should be restricted to adults we've got that to wrap about tonight former CI, CDC not CIA former CDC director Robert Redfield it's always confusing it kind of was was who did dr Burks work for who was fauci you know what you know which which of the public health alphabets did he work for? Uh, Many people think Fauci actually was the head of the CDC when he was actually the head of I believe the NIAID uh, not even the NIH or the CDC. Well former CDC director uh, Dr. Robert Redfield was before Congress today and we've got some really interesting comments that he made today and he's alleging uh, that he was sidelined he was very careful with his words but he alleged that he was sidelined by Fauci because they wanted one narrative coming out of dc and his belief system didn't necessarily align with it so censorship was going on clearly censorship control the message you control minds and so fauci wanted to control the message coming out of our u.s government he was allowed to do so so that he could corrupt the minds of the american people so stay tuned because later on in the show we'll be playing those clips uh, today next hour we're also going to have the financial thought doctor is going to be here to share with you what you need to know the truth about what government is doing how they're actually attacking Medicare, not actually trying to shore it up as reported today. So much to get into tonight. We're actually going to start with censorship and the push to censor after Tucker Carlson decided to try to show the truth to the American people. But before I go any further, I got to bring in this man, my brother. He's my partner in crime every night of the week from 6 to 8 p.m. It is none other than DJ Potato Skins. Hey, does anyone want carrot sticks? Get him out of here. I see you in there. Can't hear you, man. Hit the button.
1: I said I am eating in honor of carrot sticks, actual mm-hmm. carrot sticks, on the show as we speak.
2: Well, I ate a donut before the show in honor of myself and donuts. As you should. And then I ate a um, a beef stick and some cheddar cheese. So just, oh, that's right up my alley. i got to cover all the food groups, right? <laughs> You're I balanced, got, baby. I've got to have my protein uh, with my donut. Um, so... <sighs> Remember Nancy Pelosi? You got to see the bill before you can, you got to vote for the bill before you can see it. Obamacare. Uh, Today's mantra, actually beginning yesterday, was all about when it came to Tucker Carlson, shockingly. Doing the job that a you know a, a news outlet is supposed to do, although Tucker Carlson's show is clearly an opinion show, he's honest about it being an opinion show. He's not like CNN or even other Fox shows necessarily that might pretend that they're a news show, which is different uh, than being an opinion show, because a news show is supposed to follow certain journalistic guidelines, right? He's never hid the fact that he's there with his opinions. Nevertheless... He put uncut, unedited videos out for the American people that contradict, rightfully so, the American people have the right to know the truth. The whole point of our media was supposed to be a, a, a part of our checks and balance system against, in order to, a free press, in order to do investigative journalism to report back to the people so that we could make Good decisions at the ballot box. Instead, we've got the U.S. government, the establishment uniparty system, particularly the Democrat Party, working together with the legacy media to keep you stupid, whether you're high IQ or not. So enter the people that are hysterical that Kevin McCarthy shared the videotapes with Tucker Carlson, although nobody ever cared what was shared with New York Times. Nobody ever cared that James Comey violated the Espionage Act, and, dis- and gave over classified information to the media... The entire Russian collusion hoax during that entire period, the U.S. government and the FBI and the DOJ was doing something called uh, uh, paralleling. And what they would do is they would, I think it was called paralleling, what they would do is they would send, they would leak a story to a media outlet and then they would take that story and say, here, your honor at the FISA court, here's evidence. It's not just us saying that this is, this is possibly happening out there. It's also the legacy media. Right? We had how many years of CNN lying to the American people about the Russian collusion hoax, in particular with Adam Schiff, specifically saying he had seen evidence, had seen evidence of Trump colluding with Russians to steal the election from us. But today, yes, beginning yesterday and today, we actually have Congress people saying we can't have democracy and the US Constitution. If we allow people like Tucker Carlson to have free speech, the I, I was saying last night and I didn't play this Chuck Schumer clip, but I was saying last night that Mitch McConnell was worse. Um, not really, because at least Mitch McConnell worse because he's Republican. But at least he, he said it was a mistake for Fox News, but at least he didn't call and demand that the U.S. government stop Fox News or or himself demand from a news outlet a, an individual, a private citizen in this country. From sharing their opinion, skins, if you have the Schumer clip. To say
3: January 6 was not violent is a lie, a lie pure and simple. I don't think I've ever seen a primetime cable news anchor manipulate his viewers.
2: Can you stop right there?:: the way- Every one of them did. The second Donald Trump came down. The escalators. And actually, they were doing it for a long time before that in order to manipulate the American people. Uh, remember, hands up, don't shoot. Total lie. Complete fabrication. Carry on.
3: I don't think I've ever seen an anchor treat the American people and American democracy with such disdain. <laughs> and he's going to come back tonight with another segment. Fox News should tell him not to. Fox News... Rupert Murdoch, tell Carlson not to run a second segment of lies. You know it's a lie. You've admitted it's a lie.
2: The lies that Fox News admitted to happened to be in depositions that had to do with the fact that they were saying behind the scenes that they didn't believe any of these Dominion stories, they didn't believe anything untoward happened with the election, that basically they believed that Joe Biden won legitimately and yet continue to go to their viewers and buy into the fact and have Trump on, who talked about uh, issues with the election. Uh, That has nothing at all to do with the Jan 6 footage. And so there he is, Chuck Schumer, lying to the American people. And you want to talk about disdain for the voters? How about disdain for the voters with CNN and MSNBC, um, from the second Trump came down the escalators, like I said, and we're going to keep it just to, for, the, for, for the Trump administration. Disdain for us as Trump voters uh, that when he won the election, I mean, and even after he came down the escalators, that any of us, that MAGA, the definition of MAGA was that we were a bunch of bigots and a bunch of racists that wanted to take this country back to slavery. Absolutely unconscionable. Talk about disdain. To this day, they're continuing to try to claim you're a domestic violence extremist if you believe in the MAGA agenda, which is America first, which means if you want the border sealed, you're a bigot. Something's wrong with you. That if you don't want America first, that if you don't want to bring refugees from terrorist infested countries, something's wrong with you, right? They've they've shown nothing but disdain and hatred for us for decades now. They showed disdain for us, the left did, during the George W. Bush days. And the difference was George W. Bush didn't care because he was in on it behind the scenes, right? He was in on it. It was wink, wink to all the other Democrats. They didn't care. He didn't care what the media said about us. George W. Bush didn't. Here's what McCarthy had to say when he was pressed for whether or not he regretted giving Tucker the Jan 6 footage, clip one. Because
0: of the footage that you gave Tucker Carlson last night, he went on and said this was a mostly peaceful chaos, as he said. He downplayed Brian Sicknick's death, said it was not related to January 6th, said this was not an insurrection. Do you regret
1: giving him this footage so he could whitewash the events of that day?
3: No, um, I
1: I said at the very beginning.
2: First of all, can I stop it right there? The question McCarthy should have busted him on the question because he said he puts he puts his liberal agenda in the question by saying Tucker Carlson cherry picked and whitewashed what happened, which, you know, that's that's B.S. That's not reportage. Okay, that's Nancy Pelosi asking a question of McCarthy. But but so McCarthy should have addressed that right then and there and not gone weak. But at least he said this.
3: Exactly what I said—that people can actually look at it and see what's gone on that day. well so, why, so yeah, make, but Mr. Speaker? you believe yeah, <laughs> so portrayal President. of what happened? There? Look, each person can come up
1: with their own conclusion. But I, what I just wanted to make sure is I had transparency. Do you believe? Because that? I know in CNN, I mean, I had here where you guys actually broke where we were. This was a secret location, Fort McGlare. I don't know if you got concerned by that. I don't even know from. Uh, Point of view of security, if we could ever be taken there again. But when you broke that at CNN, that was a real concern to a lot of people. I had a real concern also when I wanted to make sure transparent.
2: Um, he's talking about CNN supposedly reporting where they were. Um, you want to, I wish he would have said, you know, I'm glad there's transparency because the Democrats all over the media blasted the lie that Sicknick had been murdered by somebody in a MAGA hat practically with a fire extinguisher. It was a lie and they knew it was a lie. You want to talk about disdain and hatred for the voters? And then they took him. I think his ashes. They didn't lay his casket in the rotunda, but they did this whole rotunda thing with Sitnik. It was disgusting, the lies that they pushed. Absolutely disgusting. And now, because they don't like the truth, they don't want you to know the absolute truth, now they're calling for censorship, including the hags over at The View. In fact... Uh, this is I think this is too long of a clip. I don't want to play it. But Whoopi Goldberg today said the US government should shut down Fox News and prosecute them for being domestic terrorists because they dared to share an opinion that was contradictory. Why is it wrong for Tucker Carlson to show that vi- that footage and say, in my opinion, This was mostly peaceful, but it wasn't, but that's not okay. But it was okay, according to Whoopi Goldberg and the left, for a dude to be standing in front of a burning building as churches and and U.S. government buildings were being burned across the country. And that was okay to, to say that that was mostly peaceful. If you're advocating for any media outlet to be shut down, you're the fascist. You're the terrorist. You're the communist, pick your ist. You're the authoritarianist, you're the ist, Whoopi Goldberg. And of course you want the American people to be kept stupid, because you can't articulate any argument that is winning.
1: You know, we we hate everything, 99.9% of the things on CNN, Andrea, but you know what? They have the right to broadcast.
2: I can't stand... There would never come a time where I would ever go on The View. I'm never desperate enough to sell a book. I'm never desperate enough to push a movie. I'm never desperate enough to make a dime to give those hags my time of day. But you know what? I would defend their right to say whatever they want to say and to keep them on the airwaves. Absolutely. Going to take a break. Yep. Absolutely. So don't be lecturing me, first of all, about democracy. We're a republic of states. And second of all, don't be acting like you're the one for democracy when you're trying to shut down speech in the United States of America. Going to take a break when we come back. As somebody said today, it's International Women's Day, and that's not just for women anymore. <laughs> Stay tuned.
1: news politics and current events it's the andrea k show on the answer san diego
2: welcome back to tonight's andrea k show 888-344-1170 if you want to weigh in on the show live and don't forget that we've got a podcast if you miss any part of tonight's show or you just want to catch up or listen to an interview on the replay as part of the replay crew, download the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Email me at Andrea K. Show. And we have a 24-hour hotline number, and I will give that out in a moment. But we're going to go to the phones because Tom's on the line, and he wants to weigh in on what I was talking about earlier, which was the left's push to shut down Fox News. Hey, Tom, welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hi,
3: Andrea. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Hey, just really quick, a couple things. You know, I think you said you said at least McConnell didn't uh, what call for censorship of of uh, of speech or or Fox News.
2: I didn't think he did. Did he?
3: No, he didn't. But, you know, I hate to be cynical, but I'll bet you him and Schumer got together before that, getting coming down to the podiums and decided who was going to say what, because Mm. McConnell will choose his words carefully and he says he probably told said Schumer I'll I'll take the hit on on uh, about shutting down the free speech but you don't hear it from McConnell he's too he's too sly for that
2: well you and know secondly, what uh, well let me let me weigh in before you give to your second sure. point um i don't mind your cynicism because i think it's I, I i in fact i don't think it's cynicism i think it's just an evaluation of the reality of what's going on in dc and Absolutely. schumer and mcconnell are thick as thieves yeah. And when you look at you know, the guy
3: that, that, that kind of uh, a primary out is McConnell. If you yes. think about all the stuff that that guy has done to tie our hand, uh, one hand behind our back. Yeah. He's the one that led for the approval of Merrick Garland because he knew, and he probably talked with Garland to go after those people that were on the Capitol Hill. And so, uh, I really cuz he hates the conservatives so much and then the yep. other big thing he did was he um uh he approved that uh multi-trillion dollar budget see that tries to tie the hands of the house Oh, absolutely. Great
2: point. Before I have to let you go, Tom, there was absolutely no excuse and no need and no necessity and no justification for them two weeks before the new Congress was going to be sworn in where the Republican Party was going to have the majority in the House. There's no excuse for the Republicans in the Senate to pass that bloated bill that was going to fund the government and take control away from the Republicans, take it out of their hands. And now it's been funded through September. All great points. Today, I Posted on the socials a tweet from Monica Crowley talking about how Adam Kinziger and Liz Cheney and a few other Republicans uh, needed to be prosecuted for what they've done with the lies on Jan 6. But you've got to include Mitch McConnell and other uh, establishment Republicans who were in support of it, just not honestly so. Thank you for calling, Tom. Great points. Yeah, um, there's there's I, I don't understand why there's anybody in Kentucky that would ever pull the lever from McConnell. I don't know what kind of pork belly projects he's bringing to that state. It shows the power of the incumbency, but it also shows the apathy, I think, and the laziness on the part of so many voters skins, don't you think?
1: Yep, 100 percent.
2: And that's all Skins has to say on the matter. He's keeping, he's keeping, he's the grease. Skins is the grease that keeps uh, the wheels turning. Sometimes
1: you just call it like it is and there's no additional information to add.
2: Well, to think that, that, and Mitch McConnell stood on the floor, Let remind everybody that he stood on the floor. Yes, the Senate voted against impeaching Donald Trump uh, after it was voted on in the House. I don't remember the numbers. This had to do with Jan 6, but he blamed Donald Trump for incitement of an insurrection and and Tom the caller is absolutely correct that the uniparty system, the establishment first of all if you watch these videos and you see and I encourage everybody to go watch as many of the videos as possible. There's one today that I didn't pick for Skins to play tonight because this one African American cop dropped the F-bomb every five seconds and it just would have, by, by the time Skins bleeped it all out, he wouldn't have been able to see what the what man was say. What's his point? His point was they held the Capitol Police back in him for two hours he said we should have been here immediately why did they why the blank did they blanky blank not call us over here blankety blankety blank well we know why they, they they because this was uh this was an organic rally meant to be peaceful meant to express the concerns of the American people who were exercising our right to protest, our right to free assembly, and it was infiltrated. And there's and and how you can know for sure what I'm saying is because where has Ray Epps been? Why was Ray Epps not traipsed in front of the American people? Why was Ray Epps, who's on all of these videos everywhere, encouraging and pushing to get people to 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 commit the very laws that they're accusing Donald Trump of, and yet he has not been prosecuted. This was an infiltration from the jump. We know the FBI and the DOJ was involved here. We know there were FBI agents in hotels cooking all this up. We know that. That's an absolute fact. All meant to portray 75 million MAGA voters... As going back to 2016 when he won, what was the common narrative there? That we were a bunch of bigots, we were a bunch of misogynists, a bunch of what, what's the term uh, for when you don't want anybody, any immigrants coming to the country. All lies, all lies. And this was just a, a new version of that. This was not just a coup of Donald Trump at this point. This was a coup of all of us. And every establishment Republican who sat back and allowed that narrative, whether they participated directly or indirectly, every one of them, that sat back and allowed that narrative to be put forth and allowed American citizens to be thrown into a gulag, should be prosecuted. We're going to take a break. We come back. We are going to shift gears. And we are going to talk International Women's Day. Normally, I never talk about days like that because I think it's silly. I'd rather talk about International Pizza Day. Um, But we've got to talk about it because it's really not about women. Who did Jill Biden honor today at International Women's Day? And since International Women's Day is really all about transing, should we just try to completely eradicate it out of our society? Selwyn Duke from The New American will be here to discuss. Don't go away.
1: Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. This is one break in which I was not... I kid kid you not, legit, I was not looking at food on Instagram. I can confirm. (laughs) Skins and I were actually talking about the Carhartt men's pants and all the different styles they have um, because I've become obsessed with them, seeing all the sheriff's deputies in South Carolina on the... uh, i got to say it, on the Murdoch trial, uh, wearing all these... I mean, there's no better look for a dude, in my opinion, than these Carhartt work pants with boots and... But they look pretty good they look amazing they're so and they're so reasonably priced long wearing whether you're a working man or not and if you go to iron mountain outfitters and you're not sure what style whether you want side pockets like cargo which skins and i were looking at or you just don't want side pockets they've got a style and a color for everybody they've got an entire wall for the carhartt pants there they also have the carhartt beanies my nephew came over for dinner wearing his carhartt beanie saturday night they've got all kinds of accessories and jackets from filson and browning and like the everything for the yellowstone look they got the jacket there that Steve Bannon famously wears. Go to 8493 La Mesa Boulevard. Look for the standing bear outside. Go inside. Tell them AK sent you there. Talk to PJ. She will go and help you pick out the style and the size that's right for you. And also, if you're buying for somebody else, don't worry if you happen to end up with the wrong size, because PJ is really cool about returns. So, go see PJ and Dapper Dan, my second favorite dog next to my boy, uh, Gator. And yes, isn't it interesting how with dogs and in the animal kingdom, nobody is ever confused on what is male and what is female. Pretty
1: straightforward.
2: No, right? It is straightforward. Um, and the the left with their push to destroy this nation and destroy you, you know everything related to Judeo Christian principles and values, and uh, they've got to destroy science and destroy children and lives to accomplish that. Here to discuss, not coincidentally on International Women's Day, is Selwyn Duke from the new. American and he actually he actually put something in his article here at the New American that he thinks that it's time to completely eradicate transing and transgenderism from our society. Hey Selwyn Duke, welcome back to the Andre K show.
4: Great to be with you. And actually, it's funny that you mentioned dogs, because I've often used that analogy myself when talking about this issue. But yes, it's male and female, he made them. But now the left wants us to believe male and female, he made them. But then he changed his mind.
2: (laughs) Speaking of dogs, I want to play this Joe Biden clip for you today as she, that was my joke, by the way, nobody giggled. Thank you, the AK crew. Here's Joe Biden presenting uh, the an award for the international. The she presented the International Woman of Courage Award. Um, I'll let you guess as to what actual gender this person is. Clip ten. In Argentina, Alba Ruada is a transgender woman who was kicked out of classrooms, barred for sitting for exams, refused job opportunities, subjected to violence, and rejected by her family. But in the face of these challenges, she worked to end violence and discrimination against the LGBTQI plus community in Argentina. After women were barred from schools in Afghanistan. (sighs) Selwyn Duke, did you see this pitiful display today? Your thoughts.
4: Well, I didn't see it. I spared myself that. Uh, you're telling me that this person is a man masquerading as a woman? Yes, right? it's a
2: man. He looks yes. like he's about 300 pounds. And you know what? If they want to give an International Woman of Courage Award, and so Duke, why did they not bring some Kurdish fighters over here? Remember the Kurdish fighters who were women literally fighting with guns and pushing back against ISIS and others? Right, there's there's legit right. international women who've displayed real courage that they could put up with, but no, they put up a man who looked like he was in a wig.
4: Yeah, yeah, just like our Surgeon General, right? Right, I've got the right person, <laughs> <laughs> Levine, Levine, Rachel Levine. Yeah, but anyway, no, it's unbelievable. You know, I would have asked Joe Biden first thing. Well, what's a woman? Because no one on the left wants to answer that question, right? Right. And the article of mine that you referenced, what I pointed out in it is something that I've been pointing out for many, many years. Michael Knowles recently at CPAC was singing my tune, but... Too many conservatives, when they discuss this issue, don't stand on principle, Andrea. The bottom line is that you're not going to win culture wars by meeting the left halfway to insanity, and that's what we tend to do. We have to be very firm on this. First of all, we have to control the language. That's why I don't use the word transgender or transgenderism. I use the word must agenda, which stands for made up sexual status, must, because that's what it is. And then we have to be Hey, very hold on a second. Here. I want you yeah. to go
2: over that slowly because I love it, I dig it, and I'm going to steal it. What is yeah, must? Steal it. What is must? Must
4: is made up sexual status don't use the terminology of the left there was a great book written many decades ago titled the tyranny of words and its thesis was that the side that defines the vocabulary of a debate wins the debate and what conservatives do very innocently is that they engage in these debates but this happens over and over again they use what i call the lexicon of the left so they've lost half the battle before it has even begun You can't do that. Control the language, okay? Okay. Mm -hmm. Then you have to understand transgenderism, quote-unquote, doesn't exist. The reason why is, one, people don't actually have gender. They have the quality of sex. Words have gender. And you cannot change sex. You cannot transition. It's absolutely impossible. And that's why I said in my article You can't eradicate transgender, quote unquote, people. You know, Michael Knowles in his speech, he was mischaracterized as having said that he wants to eradicate the transgender community using his terminology. You can't eradicate these people because they don't exist. There's no such thing. You have men masquerading as women. You've got women masquerading as men. These are people who have a psychological problem, and we're not doing them any favors by pandering to them.
2: Well, let me, let another, me oh, yes, oh, go sorry. on. Finish your points, and then, then I want to jump in. I've got a question for you.
4: Right. No, no. I was just going to say I'm not the only one to make this point, but you have to remember, if you don't stand on principle, you lose the debate. Because if the must agenda is valid, if you really can be born in the wrong body, where you're, let's say, a woman stuck in a man's body, and that can be remedied via medical intervention. If that's true, then, of course, it's going to be applied to kids, because, of course, you're going to apply that, quote, cure as soon as possible before the child undergoes maturation that takes him even further away from what he fancies to be his true self. So it's all or nothing. Stand on principle. Don't well, you here's
2: pray. here's where I I might quibble with you a little bit. I've said many many yeah. times that I don't care what anybody cuts off or whatever anybody has a surgeon insert into their body. It doesn't change your sex, right? If you are an adult right. though, and you want to have something cut off, and you're a grown man, and you want to put on a wig, we are a free society, and I don't think that we can be going down the road of telling people that they can't do that. Where what 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 I've refused to do is to be forced to participate in that. I, I refuse to be forced to use a pronoun I refuse to acknowledge that somebody is now a new sex uh, or gender whatever word you want to use because it does not your your sex is fixed you're born with it and it doesn't change no matter what surgery you have so I don't know so um, and that's not me I don't feel that that's me compromising with the left I feel like in some ways that's me taking um, I'm not I, I think there's a there's a difference between saying yes you've cut off your male partner And now you're a woman and saying you can cut off your male parts because this is America and we're free to cut off our parts in America. But that doesn't change the fact that you're still a man and it doesn't obligate me to pretend that you are and use pronouns that you want me to use. What is wrong with that position? We're talking to uh, Selwyn Duke from The New American.
4: Right. Well, I think we agree in part. There's no doubt about it. You take more of a libertarian stance than I do. But I think we have to realize that there are two different dimensions here. One is the legal dimension. The other is the social dimension. Mm -hmm. Now, you're talking about the legal dimension and whatever we think should be done legally, we should remember that socially we've got to control the social laws as well, because manners, as Edmund Burke said, are more important than laws. Confucius alluded to this or referred to this as well. And if we say to people socially that, well, I don't care what an adult does with the implication that the must agenda is valid with that implication, then we're giving aid and comfort to the enemy. I'm not saying you're doing that. I'm just talking about what the distinction is. So we have to be very clear. This agenda is not valid. Okay. unfortunately, too many conservatives act as if, well, it might be valid after all, what they can do, what they want to do. No, it's not valid. And as far as the legality goes, though, let me say something about that. You have to remember there are many things that doctors won't do and that are actually proscribed by law. For instance, someone might want doctor assisted suicide. That doesn't mean he can obtain it. Or someone might have body integrity identity disorder, B-I-I-D, and that's where a person feels as if a part of his body doesn't belong on or in his body. These people think they shouldn't have legs or maybe they shouldn't have one of their eyes. Well,
2: never heard of that, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. You haven't or you have? I've never heard of that before. Oh. This right arm here doesn't belong to my body. I mean, wow. Okay. But carry on.
4: Yeah. It's analogous to what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, it is. I just hadn't heard of it. People also feel right, like they're not at home in their bodies. Now, most doctors will not oblige them. Most doctors will not say, I'm going to cut off a pair of healthy legs because you truly feel that they don't belong on your body, okay? So there are many things doctors won't do, and that in certain cases, like I said, Are actually prohibited under the law. Mm -hmm. So just because you want to masquerade as the opposite sex, that doesn't mean that the wider society has to facilitate that or that the medical profession has to.
2: I agree with you you and everything. I I agree with everything you just said. That's really been my position. And one of the reasons why is that I was that kid. I was a kid from the time I was born till puberty thought a mistake had been made and I was a boy trapped in a girl's body and I've talked about this at length in my show so I won't repeat myself Um, so I know exactly what it's like to be a kid and to feel that way and that's why I'm absolutely horrified and it makes me so angry I can't even tell you, and so Duke, with the parents. I've got a clip that I want to play. Do you, you, I don't even know if I can play because it, it makes me so angry. Um, with a parent, this is ch- the worst kind of child abuse that is taking place in this country, perpetrated not just by phony doctors, not just by the pediatric society, not just by the Democrats, but parents themselves who are butchering their children, chemically castrating them with off-label cancer drugs to please their kid, and it makes me so angry because ninety percent of children are who feel that way are just like me and once the puberty kicked in once the hormones kicked in you know i, I tell my friends right now so duke you better do a wellness check on me if you see me go two weeks without my lashes on okay i would have been murdered <laughs> i would have been murdered basically in essence if i had had these kinds of parents skins please play clip 11 and then i want to get so duke's response
1: basically at about 24 months here here's where she started grabbing the um the tutus and the dresses By three and a half, Kieran had transitioned to a girl. Today, she's nine years old, a third grader and an athlete. That's why the Clausens are celebrating Governor Holcomb's decision to veto a bill that would have banned Kieran and other transgender girls from playing on girls' sports teams at school. There were happy tears shed, there was dancing, and when I told Kieran, she squealed with glee. There are people watching this right now who will say people who were born a boy and are living life as a girl are biologically different, so it it places, it places them at an unfair advantage. My daughter will never go through male puberty. He says Kieran will undergo hormone therapy to make her no different than any other girl. My kids' mental health, Is more
2: important than your kid's trophy. Wow. So, and Duke, your response.
4: Okay, well, these parents really are not doing their children any favors pandering to them like that. And second of all, we have to understand that generally speaking, this doesn't necessarily improve mental health outcomes. I know that Dr. Paul McHugh, he used to be the chief psychiatrist, at Johns Hopkins. He pointed out that even in Sweden, which is just about the most must friendly country in the world. If you look at post op mus individuals, they have sky high suicide rates. Mm-hmm. So that man's supposition is not necessarily correct. But As I said, look, you're supposed to be a parent. You don't let young children make these decisions. We wouldn't let a young child decide not to go to school just because he didn't want to. We wouldn't let him decide to eat ice cream, cake, and candy for every meal just because he wanted to. There are a million things we wouldn't let a child do. I mean, what next? Listen. I would call what afflicts these kids sexual identity disorder, again, not using the lexicon of the left, they call it gender dysphoria, but there are other things that people can be afflicted with. There's also something that psychiatrists identify as species dysphoria, where people think that they're an animal stuck in a human body. What's next? Are we going to pander to that if a child says that he really is a ferret? (laughs) <laughs> Are his parents going to try to provide operations and men- medical intervention that will yeah. make him seem more animalistic? I mean, it's ridiculous. You could apply this to anything.
2: Yeah, it, 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 it is. Principle. It is insane. And it, it doesn't necessarily have to be a disorder. In the case of a kid like me, we used to call them tomboys. Right. You know, exactly. I just exactly. I just didn't want to play with dolls. It wasn't my jam. I wanted to be in the dirt with my older brother, who was kind of like a twin. He was two years older. We were like twins. I wanted to ride my tricycle. I just didn't want to sit in the corner with my sister with her perfect hair, and you know, playing with Barbies. It just wasn't my jam. I just didn't identify with any girl stuff until I hit puberty. And then you know what? You know, the rest is history. So I didn't even really have a disorder. I just had, you know, I went through a phase sometimes kids go through phases right I did have a niece at three who loved cats she's the only kid in the family only person in the family that likes cats we don't know where that came from because we're dog people Um, but you know today somebody might have you know at school started treating Lindsay like she was a cat and have her go to the bathroom into a litter box I mean I don't even know it's crazy so and Duke thank you for being here Um, you've given me something to think about in terms of the eradication versus my position of live your life as an adult you're not going to force me to use a pronoun, consider you a man because you're a biological woman and vice versa. But you've given me much to think about here. And everybody needs to be using your terminology of must. Tell everybody again what that stands for, M-U-S-S.
4: That stands for made up sexual status. It's what we should embrace because there's no such thing as transgender. Transgender is a political term, not a medical term.
2: Well, thank you for being here. Tell everybody where they can read all your stuff.
4: At my website, SelwynDuke.com, and also I'm found most of the time at TheNewAmerican.com, a great website.
2: And follow him on Twitter at SelwynDuke, which is S-E-L-W-Y-N-D-U-K-E. Thanks again for being here. Appreciate it.
4: Thank you, Andrea, and God bless.
2: God bless you. All right, come back. Speaking of International Women's Day, what chocolate bar? Went really crazy over Inter- International Women's Day. You're not a huge chocolate fan, my man. You're gonna and you're gonna like this chocolate brand even less when you hear the story. When we come that back, that and what did Charles Barkley say that was actually made sense? We're gonna talk about him too. Stay tuned.
1: A.K. Dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I want to give a hat tip to my man Skins for pulling this the Charles Barkley clip, which has to do with a, 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 an argument that took place on ESPN the other day in First Take. And y'all know I'm a recovering uh, NFL addict. I used to start every day watching First Take on ESPN. In fact, I had ESPN more on my TV than I had any news because that's how obsessed I was. And I was a fan of Stephen A. Smith. And um, I left the NFL and ESPN. ESPN because of the crappy far left woke agenda that they were pushing all day every day when all I wanted to hear about was X's and O's and and who was leaving this team and who was going where and the salary cap and I I didn't want to hear about any of this crap. Um, but I'm glad that, that Charles Barkley has spoken up because evidently on first take, there's a white guy on the show named JJ Reddick, and he got into a bait, debate with a, with an African American man named Kendrick Perkins, who dared to say that white voters at, who vote on the NBA's uh, most valuable player are racist against black players. And of course, the black guy just about lost his, his top of his head about blew off that he, that somebody confronted him on the show and called him out for it. And this white guy also went on to say this, Reddick, that the problem with he says, I'm proud to be on the show. But the problem with this show in this in this network is if they push false narratives. Well, then Charles Barkley had to get in on it. Who would have ever thought many years ago back in the day when I paid a little attention to the NBA that Charles Barkley would become a voice of reason? And by the way, speaking of the NFL, if you're not watching Jason Whitlock, we got to start pulling more clips from Whitlock because he's a great voice voice of reason as well. Here's what Charles Barkley had to say about uh, Kendrick Perkins saying that white voters in the of the NBA are racist.
0: If only five white guys have won
3: MVP. In the last 30 years, that makes
2: zero sense, his argument. Zero sense. Because if that was the case, we'd have a lot more white MVPs. Facts. Isn't that what you were yelling over the over J.J. Reddick on the show the other day, Kendra Pern- Facts. Facts. Here's the math, man. and And you ought to be able to count the number of white MVPs that were voted on by these racist white voters because it's only five. That's one finger on each hand, on one hand. Say, what? can you count to 5 on one hand, Kendra Perkins? I hate this. Thank you Charles Barkley, and thank you JJ Redick. It ain't enough to get me back watching First Take or ESPN. Well, we got right now Charles Barkley cuz I'm starting to filter in every night of the week a nominee for here of the week. Right now Charles Barkley's in the running. Don't mean he's going to win. Stay tuned. Got another hour coming up. Don't go away. <laughs>